we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Okay. British food names. We've got mm. a good friend of ours, Carl. Sure. From the UK. A number and, of uh, they. They uh, they have some unique terminology for food and for drinking. True enough. He told me that the next time he comes to America, he and I are going to get pissed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's is, their drunk is that, how they say it. But all right, buddy, let's do the world's end. We'll do it right here. Me and you, the world's end. All 12 bars. Just me. Just you. Son of a diddly So th- we have to, okay, guess. Factor bullcrap, okay. Shaw. British food names yep. edition. French fries in England are called crisps. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, they usually call them chips, but I think I've heard crisps as well, but I'll say bullcrap. Hoo-ah! Chips in the UK. Crisps mean potato chips, by the way. Uh, Didn't you go to England once, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. So he might be good at this. You're one for one, Shaw. When did you go to England? Uh, 2004, oh, I wow. think it was. So recently. <laughs> not really, no. Well, not like in the 80s. Right. You know what no, I mean? Um, fact or bullcrap? British food names edition. Okay. Cotton candy is called candy floss. Is that fact or bullcrap? Boy, I don't recall that word ever coming up when we we're there, but uh, I could believe that. Let's say fact. Yeah. It's also candy floss in New Zealand, South Africa, Egypt, India, and Sri Lanka. I've heard that phrase before. That's interesting, Joe. Did not know that. I did. That's some wild stuff. The British term for an ear of corn is a rocket. Is that fact or bullcrap? <laughs> I don't know. I'll say bullcrap. Hoo-ah. Rocket is what they call arugula in England, which is a type of lettuce, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You're three for three, Shaw. Let's go a thousand here. Batting a thousand so far. Next one. British food terminology. If you make a grilled cheese sandwich in mm. England, it's called a toasty. Is that fact or bullcrap? That sounds very British. Let's say fact. It's a toasty. Mm. Mm, afternoon toasty. A toasty is a grilled cheese sandwich in the UK. Nice job, Shaw. You're four for four. Last one. See if you can finish perfectly. The word for an eggplant is aubergine. Is that fact or bullcrap? I have no idea. I don't remember ever saying the word eggplant when we were in England, but uh, I'll say bullcrap. Oh, man. So close. Eggplant in the U.S. and Australia, but it's aubergine uh, in England, Shaw. So you were almost. Almost. Well, if you're going to get one wrong, the eggplant. Yeah, I have no eggplant knowledge, really. (laughs) In American or, or in England. Different words for certain foods. I like the toasty. I wonder if that's just grilled cheeses or if it's all like if it. Any, any kind of grilled sandwich. sandwich. Like a panini. Yeah. Like a ham and cheese. Is that still a toasty? Maybe if you grill it. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Most annoying things our co-workers do. Okay. New survey asking office workers. These are strictly people that mm-hmm. work in an office setting, mm-hmm. Shaw, uh, about the things that their co-workers do. Talking loud. That annoy them the most. On the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you work in an office with a cubicle farm yes. and uh, you've got that one person that's louder than everybody else yep. on the phone, that could be annoying. That's number seven on the list of the uh, top eight, by the way. Talking loudly, Shaw. And I think that's... Not just on the phone, just in general. Mm-hmm. Loud talker. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Puck, and I'm here today. <laughs> Thanks, Puck. 
Number eight on the list, eating food that smells I horrible was, in the I office. Was, I'm yep. surprised it's that low. Eight. Dave. Number eight. Yeah, out of tuna. Okay. Yeah. Especially somebody that, uh, I mean, dude, it's one thing if you're Mike Hayes and you're making delicious pizza on Friday. Mm-hmm. We all love it. Uh, wish it came out a little earlier than it does. But uh, if you're <laughs> microwaving fish, don't. Don't do it. Don't bring in your tuna. Don't bring in your salmon. Don't. We don't want to smell it. Number seven, talking loudly. Number six, spending too much time in the bathroom. That bothers people? I mean, <laughs> Apparently. I guess they feel like, look, man, I'm at my desk. I'm working. I don't care that you got irritable bowel syndrome or you got diverticulitis or you've got some or other GI problem. spending some time in there. Right. Right. Or you're just, just taking a break. Bit. You know what I mean? You're on your phone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, number five, interrupting phone calls. You're mm-hmm. on a phone call. They oh, come around. Man, they got yeah. something really important to talk Can't to you wait. about. I'm on the phone. Look, Karen, I'm on the phone. All right. I'm on a business call, Karen. Number four. We have a lot of people that are guilty of this in this building. Having a messy desk. Guilty. Big guilty. Daddy Know-It-All. Scott Robert Shaw. Gene at times. I try Atlanta. not to, but sometimes it's Puck a little... Is it gets so Susie. overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, Susie. Oh, man. Piles she works. Piles. Do you think Susie is the worst, that way, though. the worst offender of the messy desk club? Uh, but she anybody? does occasionally clean them up, though. I mean, it, like once a year, I think. She's Big Daddy Know-It-All. We used to play zone. a game like how, what's the oldest piece of paper on right. the desk? Ooh, 2009. Um, I don't know. I guess if you share a space with someone and they have a messy desk, but if you're in your own cubicle, I your own office, I don't really give that. a rip what your desk looks like. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is definitely going to be a problem going forward now that An and T have retired, leaving a mess in the kitchen. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't do that. Uh, Clean up after yourself. Yeah, we're we're gonna have, we're gonna struggle mightily over the next few it's months. Take some time. Oh, it's gonna be, and there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna get fired over this. Fired. I'm telling you, man, it's not gonna be good. This is uh, we are we are almost in Thunderdome right now with the way the cups and the bowls and the trash are. I have my own right here, is, and yeah. I'm gonna wash it. It's gonna, it's gonna really, yeah. same mug every day. Book of Eli type stuff, man. We're gonna be living in darkness here. It's not gonna be good for a while. Uh, number two, and I hate this one. Uh, our boss is one of the guiltiest people in the world when it comes to this, ignoring emails. Oh, okay. So as, up until that one, you haven't gotten really any behaviors where it's us trying to get a job done together. It's all things about them, mm-hmm. but this is yeah. actually affects your work. Most annoying things that coworkers do, a new survey asking office workers specifically about annoying things that coworkers do. Number two on the list is ignoring emails. That's and big. he is very, 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 very bad about that. I don't know if he ignores them. He just doesn't respond to them. You send him a question, and he doesn't respond to it. So if that's number two, what's number one? I do find that he does respond to text messages at 930 on a Sunday night, though. Mm, It's good to know. Usually it's like, what do you want? Why are you awake? Stop texting me. Uh, Number one on the list, poor hygiene. Really? We don't really have a... I don't know. We've never really had a problem with a stinky guy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, We have had a few questionable people that have worked here uh, in regards to their... You know, habits, but not that. That's not. But a not thing. a not a poor height. But yes, if you got stinky guy or or you know like over perfumed, over right. per, yeah. I know TK sent out an email about but that. Yeah, Somebody yeah. was really putting it on your Axe body spray guy. Yeah, it's number one on the your Kyle oh. in, in the elevator with all the Axe body spray on. We don't need that. Maybe rethink that. Yeah, a new survey asking office workers to name the most uh, annoying things that their coworkers do. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Not a great day to ride a motorcycle today, but no. tomorrow, sunshine in mid-80s. 
Yeah, probably Sunday tomorrow with a high of 87. So definitely going to be much yep. better weather for riding a motorcycle. I don't know if he'll be able to ride it right away tomorrow. I know he's got to come in and sign some paperwork and stuff. And there's probably some license plate stuff, title stuff. stuff insurance Might take a stuff, few days. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I know that Don Scott, who was the winner of the bike on Saturday night, very excited to win. Not as excited as his wife, though. Monica. Well, he, I think he's just she, a subdued dude. You know, she he was, was trying to hug people on Sunday. That's how excited she was. She, she just wanted <laughs> well, to hug everybody. That's a high there. Yeah, give uh, Don a call and see how he's doing. A couple of days removed from the end of summer bash. Hello. Good morning, Don. Yes. Boy, you answered on one ring. You were ready for this phone call. Yeah, I'm sitting here listening and waiting. Don, have you slept at all this weekend? Uh, no, not a whole lot. <laughs> Well, I know that there was a party after the party on Saturday night when you won the Harley, and then uh, I'm sure a lot of phone calls from people and texts from family and friends and wanting to say congratulations to you guys. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So you and Monica came to a lot of rock stops. It's actually kind of funny because when Gene came to me uh, last week before the end of Summer Bash and, and we had all our stats in regards to who signed up and how many times they signed up and what rock stops they went to and all that stuff, she said, hey, who do you think went to the most rock stops? You know, because I did a lot of them this summer, and I said, oh, man, I'm like, Don and Monica, they come to all of them. I swear I see them at almost every single one. Um, you guys were not in the top four or five, but you were pretty darn close, and you're, uh, you, know, you kept at it and kept at it and kept at it, and it, it paid off for you. Yeah, surprising. <laughs> Your wife was uh, very happy on Saturday night, and, and rightfully so. When you got down to being in the last three how how were you feeling? Did you think at that point it could happen, or were you still like, nah, no way? I was in shock I got that far. You got yourself uh, a brand-new 2019 Harley-Davidson Fat Boy. Uh, do you have a motorcycle license, or do you got to take the class, or what's the deal here? No, I have my license. Nice. Perfect. Do you have Perfect. a bike? Yeah. Okay, so you've been. <laughs> what are you riding on right now? <laughs> An 83 Suzuki GS 550. So it's a bit of an upgrade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations, Don. Uh, we'll see you later on today or this week when you come in to sign all the paperwork and take ownership of your new bike, man. Congrats. Thank you. You're welcome. Very happy. And, yeah, I think a little bit of an upgrade to get that brand new Harley. Yeah. yeah. You think? A little bit. 83. A little bit. And hopefully the weather, uh, you know, will be nice for the next couple of months until the end of October. You can get and, riding in. Yeah, get some riding in on his uh, brand new motorcycle. Looking for, where do I put the key? Like, uh, this one doesn't have a key. It does, but it doesn't. You it's just, fancy. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. Congratulations to Don and Monica. More. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Rolling Stone putting together a list of the 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time, Shaw. Okay. And they don't give any sort of explanation as to how they did this list. Uh, so completely so, subjective. Sort of, but I mean, you can kind of, I will say there is no firehouse in this list. And for that reason alone, I would disqualify it. There's certainly some bands in there that don't need to be in there that you could replace with any number of firehouse mm-hmm. CDs. Obviously, their self-titled debut would be one that you could put in there. I don't I don't know. I mean, there's... So Warren's Cherry Pie clearly is on It there. makes the list. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, some some Outside of the top 20, Shaw, there's a couple that I wanted to recognize. I'm surprised this one is this low. Poison's Open Up and Say Ah, their second CD, uh-huh. uh, number 26. Gene's band Vixen came in uh, with their uh, self-titled debut at 43. On the list. That was before Gene's time in the band. Uh-huh. 
as we mentioned, Warrant, Cherry Pie, mm-hmm. their second CD. Uh, that was 1990. That made the list at number 19. Okay, I like that. Twisted Sister, which, oh, yeah. by the way, if you haven't seen that documentary, I highly recommend it. We are effing Twisted mm-hmm. Sister. Uh, that came out in 1984. Stay Hungry. That's number 16. 16. Okay. Quiet Riots. Kevin DeBrow, of course, passing away. 1983, Mental Health, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah, that's a good that one. Stuff. Uh, Warren's other, uh, I guess, best-selling CD, their their uh, debut CD, Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinkin' Rich. So 1989, number 14 on the list. For twice Warren. on the list in the top 20? Yeah. Uh, Extreme 2, Pornography from Extreme, 1990. That number 13, White Snake, self-titled uh, White Snake, 1987. That's at number 12. Uh, Tesla, the yeah. great radio controversy yeah. at number 11. Then at number 10, we'll get to the top 10 here, Shaw. The 50 greatest metal hair metal albums of all time, according to uh, a list on RollingStone.com. Cinderella, Long Cold Winter. Yeah. You got Gypsy Road, Don't Know What You Got Till yeah. It's Gone. I think it was a requirement in the 80s that you had to have at least one power ballad on your CD. Yeah, I think you're right. Isn't that the deal on your tape? I don't think it was required. It just was, and it was beautiful. Uh, Motley Crue making the list Anything a couple of times in the top 10. Yeah. No big surprise. Number nine, their album Too Fast for Love, yeah. which, uh, of course, had uh, the, the title track, Too Fast for Love, Merry-Go-Round, and Livewire. <laughs> Cowbell, Shaw. Cowbell. You can't go wrong. Because I'm alive. Can never go wrong with Cowbell. Uh, Kicks, Blow My Fuse. Meh. In the top 10? Again, yeah. Uh, without Firehouse in there, and then you put uh, Kicks in the top 10. I'm just sort of like, yeah, no, no. I don't think of Kicks when I think of hair metal. I just don't. Uh, 1988 for Blow My Fuse. Faster Pussycat. Self-titled CD. Faster Pussycat. Loved that. That's at number seven. Um, huge hit for these guys. Probably their most well-known hit. Out of the Cellar, 1984 from Rat. Yeah, Rat makes the list. It has to. Love will find a way you give it time. Uh, now into the top five, Shaw. The 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time, according to a list at rollingstone.com. No big surprise, their debut CD featuring 18 in Life, Youth Gone Wild, and I Remember You, perhaps one of the greatest ballads of all time, Skid Row. Mm. Skid Row. Little Sebastian Bach there. He's still got it, man. He's still got it. You see him in concert. He's still got it, Shaw. He can still hit those notes. Motley Crue showing up again. No big surprise. 1983's Shout at the Devil yeah. featuring Looks the Kill, Too Young to Fall in Love, and the title track. Mm-hmm. That's top five for sure. Yeah, definitely top five. I think of Motley Crue when I think of hair metal. Mm-hmm. Motley Crue, number four, Shout at the Devil. Another band that I always think of when I think of hair metal, Bon Jovi. And this one was huge. Huh. This had all the hits, Shaw. Never Say Goodbye, Wanted Dead or Alive, Living on a Prayer, yeah. You Give Love a Bad Name, mm-hmm. Slippery When Wet from 1986, Bon Jovi. Go to any NFL game, and you're going to hear that Richie one. Samuel I don't automatically think of them as hair metal necessarily, I because I they've do. kind of gone more mainstream. But Yeah, but back in the day, they were hair metal. I mean, they... I mean, the hair was huge. Mm-hmm. The other band that I equate with hair metal would be Poison, mm-hmm. of course. I was waiting for them. Yep. I'm surprised they're at number two. I thought for sure they'd make number one. Look what the cat dragged in. I Want Action, I Won't Forget You, which again is one of the greatest ballads of all time. Talk Dirty to Me, Look What the Cat Dragged In, and 1986 Poison. Oh.
Brett, uh, Michael's still wearing the same fake hair from that tour. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Looking good. Looking real good. And uh, RollingStone.com putting together a list of the 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time. The list, by the way, is on our Facebook page this morning. We want to check it out. Big surprise at number one, but when you look at the hits, when you check the no, hits, Sean. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. When you check the hits on this one, boy, oh, boy. I, I can't deny it. Huh? I don't consider them hair metal, though. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, it's I don't know if it's hair metal. It's just that 80s that sound. Frame. It's just that sound and it's that time frame. And unmistakable. You can't make this list without them, I don't think. Pour Some Sugar on Me, Armageddon, yep. Love Bites, Animal, Rocket, yep. and the title track, Hysteria. Hysteria when you're near. Yeah, you can't talk about that time frame of music without mentioning Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Yeah. I just... I, I don't know. I think more glammy, more sleaze rock. You know what I mean? I just kind of... Def Leppard was... It's, they seemed more mainstream. You know what I mean? Mainstream well, like rock, Bon I Jovi, though. I'd put I guess. The, you know. But there's a list, Shaw, of uh, some of the 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time, according to RollingStone.com. So GNR doesn't uh, qualify. They uh, eliminated them. I did read that because they kind of went beyond the genre. They became... Uh, they were more hard rock mm-hmm. and sort of... Uh, they were on that weird cusp of like... <laughs> Yeah, we're sort of a hair metal band, but we're not. We're a little too heavy for that. Just look at Slash's hair, though. Come on. There's Just some, for that reason, they should be on the list. There's some seriously messed up bands on this list, though. <laughs> I mean, like, at, at number 48, a, a band called Precious Metal right here, right now. It looks like a kid's bop version of of metal. It's like six chicks, and they, I don't know, it looks hmm. terrible. It but looks, you do get the Britney Foxes and the... Yeah, and I mean, the there's Mr. Biggs in there, Lita Ford's in there, uh, you've got uh, Pretty Boy Great Floyd. White. Um, you know, there's just, I don't know how, Winger's in there, obviously, Striper, but I don't know how you leave Firehouse out. I don't know how you have 50 and you don't have one spot for Firehouse. I mean, come on, man. Well, everybody's lists are always, that's how they're fun to talk about, right. Shaw, and you that's can right. find that list. Plenty of room for debate. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to see a hair metal band, Shaw? Have you ever gone to a hair metal concert? Um, trying to think. The closest I probably got was Van Halen in their early days. I don't That wouldn't really qualify, but probably the closest I've got. So we should get you down there for Cherry Pie. Yeah, I like some of that music. It takes me back to put the, high school. Put that fest hat on, that funny hat that you got, the yeah, beer sign hat. Yeah. Funny hat. Drink, drinking glove, me and you. Yeah. Put you on the mosh pit, pass mm-hmm. you around. You bet. I've been there. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Getting ready for some hashtag science. Yeah, what's up? Ooh. I'm not surprised by this. I don't think anybody should be surprised by this, but if you find yourself under your desk taking a nap today, Shaw, don't tell your boss you're lazy. Just tell him you're trying to be healthy. Okay. New study out of Switzerland says that taking naps... It's good for us. It's really good for your heart. Oh, nice. Especially researchers found that people who took one or two naps a week, which seems really low (laughs) in regards to the number of naps you should take a week, uh, had a lower risk of heart disease and strokes than people who never took naps. Apparently, none of us get very good sleep at night. Uh, So naps are a good way to catch up a little bit, which Mm -hmm. is good for your heart. Plus, they help reduce your stress, which has a similar effect. So, I mean, we all feel a little better after a nap, right? That makes sense. Yeah, boy. Like the healthiest person in the world right now. All these naps I'm taking. Look at you. Look at you go. Go home and watch that Bill Burr special and take a nap. 
yesterday crappy sleep on Sunday night shot and I was just yeah. dragging so bad and I took I slept a, I took a little nap in the parking lot of the orthodontist <laughs> oh, one of them was, was you're like, good at those van naps aren't you I, oh my god I was just Power I nap. could not keep my eyes open it was yeah. terrible oh well take a nap yeah and, and now you can say it's good for your heart yeah mm-hmm. there you go Sean makes sense Ryan come on Gene let's go and Shaw giving you the best they've got no, really. 18 years ago already. Uh, hard and to believe. Certainly won't forget that day, and that's for sure. Obviously won't forget Benghazi either in 2012, <laughs> Shaw. Um, just, uh, I, I I know a lot of people, obviously, and, and myself included, remember the attacks on, on the t- Twin Towers. I, uh, I'm drawn more to Todd Beamer and the folks on United 93, uh, the flights uh, mm-hmm. that they crashed. The I just, I don't know, man, I... It's hard to talk about to get emotional, but uh, you just think of that spirit, you mm-hmm. know, and you think about that courage that those people yep. had. Not that other people didn't have courage. I'm, I'm not trying to. Um, oh, but they prevented the further damage. No question. Re- they, they didn't know where that plane was going. They thought White House or the Capitol building somewhere in D.C. They right. were in Pennsylvania or over Pennsylvania at the time, obviously. Um, there's a memorial, by the way, and I'd love to get to it at some point uh, in that field where they crashed mm-hmm. that plane. Uh, you know, the recording from the black box that they picked up uh, where they, you know, essentially let's roll. I let's think let's roll the, was the the, the the phrase given. Yeah, George they overtook Bush. the hijackers and downed that plane to prevent it from crashing into a government building. Well, and you just, that, you know, the, you think about the courage that those people had on that flight after someone got, you know, uh, stabbed and killed. And, you know, you think one guy's got a bomb strapped to his uh-huh. and you don't know what's going on. You hear about the attacks, you know, cell phones and everything. And, you know, we're talking... 18 years ago, obviously right. things have progressed techno- technologically, but uh, to be on that plane and to be able to come together and do what they did uh, is just heroic. No question about really, it. At, yeah. at Ground Zero today, it will be bagpipers and drummers marching in cadence, and Honor Guard will carry the flag. And then at 846, they will read the names off. And one by one, by the way, mm. that should take three and a half hours. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of people that lost their lives that day. There was uh, 2,792 people who died in the World Trade Center attacks, 184 uh, innocent people dying in the Pentagon attack, uh, including those on the plane, and then 40 more dying in a plane that crashed uh, in Pennsylvania. Of course, uh, obviously, the you know the first responders and firefighters and you know, you know yeah, how many John, of them lost their lives? Yeah, uh, and you think about, uh, of course, John Stewart and his battle to make sure that that fund was uh, taken care of for the rest which of their lives. Been, oh, which way, it has so. been, yeah. Four hundred um, trees have been planted where the rubble was for the ceremonies. Loudspeakers have been hung carefully from all, of, well, many of those trees. The idea mm-hmm. is that the names being read will be heard from anywhere on the memorial's eight-acre site. Mm. It was an eerie, uh, eerie day. One I never want to have to experience again. That's for sure. Yeah, I uh, I hadn't spoken to my mother in years at the time. I'm just an idiot. I'm a stubborn, stupid Irish person. But uh, <laughs> um, called her that day, did you? I did. I it uh, it was funny because I woke up in the morning and I had been watching HBO that night, uh, the night before. And so when I woke up and I turned the TV on and got ready for work, I uh, it was on HBO and they don't you know they didn't break into programming to do news. So I had no idea until I got in my vehicle to go to work mm-hmm. and. I was listening to our station at the time, Rock 101 in, in Manchester, New Hampshire, and we had flipped over to our AM station, which I right. think you we guys did, did same, here. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And I called it. I didn't even listen to what was going on at first. I just was like, well, that's not us. And so I called in and I said, you know, hey, I think something's wrong. And they're like, no, dude, didn't you see the news? And I said, no. And then I started to listen and I mm-hmm. found out. And that's when I called my mom and uh, made sure because she flew at the time uh, a lot for her work. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. Gina and I were right here at, uh, that day, and I remember just trying to process what was happening. You know, we're getting initial reports from the Associated Press that uh, initially that a small plane had crashed into one of the Twin Towers, and then right. it became clear, although much very difficult to process, right. uh, that we were a nation under attack for the first time in our history, yeah. really. So. I, I remember, re, you know, the news being that it was a small plane, and oh, they, they thought it was, a, it was an it was a accident. That it happened it was so a, quickly. And, then but then you kept... start to see the videos, and, and you start to hear the news. Then and you're trying to think, who would do this to us? Did you, know? you see the fire? Fighter yesterday that was laid to, laid to rest. No, they were finally, after 18 years, able to uh, identify. identify a firefighter, Michael Haub. Uh, his remains were conclusively identified, and they were well, laid to rest so yesterday. Great for that family to finally some get closure. Some closure. Yeah. I uh, the other thing about 93 and and uh, uh, that I was just talking to Gene about this, reading the story about that, and and. and Every year I read it, and, I, and I'm always it's amazed. the same reaction almost every time. That, that flight l- stayed on the ground for 42 minutes. It was delayed from its uh, takeoff. Mm-hmm. And then after it got in the air, it was four minutes later that the first plane at the tower, Shaw, I believe. And uh, so there, you just think about that timing and how that pl- plane may not have taken off right. uh, if it had waited even longer on the on the, on the the tarmac mm-hmm. there. So, um you know, and they're in the air, and there's confusion, no idea, trying to get in touch with loved ones, no idea what's going on, and, and unbelievable. Yeah, the other thing that I remember vividly is for the, I don't know, a couple of days or whatever it was after those attacks, there was no uh, air travel allowed, and it was right. just eerie that there were no planes uh, going overhead for those couple of days. It was just a weird thing. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Ah! You sit uh, most of the morning, Shaw, obviously. Sit, yes. yes. In your chair there in the newsroom. Correct. Uh, we sit from time to time yeah. here in the, in the studio. Get antsy, though. Uh, a lot of walking around, though. I got uh, my bisque in the microwave. I got to go check on that here in a minute. Get it heated up. up. Down, are you, are, are you hungry, Shaw? You want some bisque? Well, I can't say no to lobster. I made some lobster bisque uh, the other day. But here are some things that happen when you sit all day long to your body. There's a lot of people that have to do that. Right. That job requires being at the cubicle. Weaker bones. Shaw. Weaker, Weaker bones. bones. <laughs> Moving around prompts your body to replace old bone tissue. If you don't move around enough, it doesn't happen, so you end up with weaker bones. Gotta just keep dr- moving. Just drink a lot of milk, unless you believe the internet. And then the internet tells you the milk's not good for you anymore. You don't need to drink it. How about connective tissue and all that uh, stuff? Depression and anxiety. Oof. It can snowball because the more you sit, the less you feel like moving, which makes you more depressed. Plus, the things we do while sitting also lead to depression. Stuff like overeating, watching too much TV, staring, staring at a screen, screen. Yeah. being under these stupid lights. Things that happen to your body, Shaw, when you sit all day long. Back and neck pain, no big surprise. Yeah. After four hours right. of sitting, the discs in your spine start to compress, which can lead to back and neck issues, especially if you have bad posture. I know I do. I know the boss laughed at me when I asked for an expensive new chair, and mm. I, th- I said, thanks. I really appreciate that you care about my well-being. Mm. Yeah, good to stretch once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Good's last around. but not least on the list of things that can happen to your body, Shaw, when you sit all day long, blood clots. Oh. Blood moves slower through your legs when you sit all day, which can cause clots. Uh, it's called deep vein thrombosis, mm-hmm. and if you... Uh, a piece of that clot breaks off. It can end up in your heart and, or brain and uh, kill you, Shaw. So they say a, a couple minutes every hour. Get you up, go get to the bathroom, go to the water cooler. Every hour. Yep. Don't get it where you're two, three, four hours and you haven't gotten up and do something. Go to the around. commissary. A lot of people use of, their Fitbits these days to make, remind themselves to get their steps in. I don't know if a shot of Jameson is exactly what you a smoke break. Mm-hmm. Hey, T-Bone. Eat a pound of bacon. The greatest show on earth. 
the best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. The Terminator, cybernetic organism. Yeah. Living tissue, right, right. Sean? Mm, you know the whole, right. you know the drill, right? I do. I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. Oof. Showed him his arm. Mm-hmm. It seems more and more plausible that in the future, the very near future, Shaw, we're all going to be cyborgs. What? People are already starting to link their brains to computers. Some guys are putting chips in their hands so they can pay for things by waving their hand or open their doors what? at home. You have, haven't you seen that? No. no. People are getting implants. Yeah. No. I mean, not a lot of people. Let's let's you know. Not a lot of people. You didn't know about this? Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. There's a guy out there, famously. Uh, I don't. I don't know his name, but uh, so he's not that famous. But he uh, he put some kind of device in his hand, and similar to what your phone does when you you know the iPay or mm-hmm. Apple Pay or whatever it is. Or, he just or goes fob, like this. You know, like we have a fob with his grocery bill. So like, if just... I took my fob to get in the building, the little thing, the little gray thing that I got, I just put that in my hip or whatever, and then when I go up to the door, I just boom hit it with my hip, and then I can get in. You just put it in your hip. That's simple. Huh? But this guy's got it hooked up so that it like controls his door, controls his like whole house, so he's got his AC and his garage door, you know, like he can yeah. Is he married? Google glasses. I, I'm guessing he is. He has a house. So he's not living in a box in an alleyway. Huh. But uh, people uh, are interested, Sean, in becoming cyborgs, apparently. And so a new survey asked 2,000 people what they would upgrade if they could upgrade with some sort of cyborg improvement. Okay. Would, would you, uh, if you could get some sort of improvement, Shaw, what would you do? I'd be taller. Taller? Yeah, taller's not on the list. Is that, is, is, are you really self-conscious about your height? Is no, thinner on the list? I don't think so. Uh, the list, uh, I don't know if it was a, a bunch of things that they asked people about or if they just asked them to randomly say things okay. and then they counted up uh, what was important. But uh, an internal battery was number 10. So you never run out of energy. What the hell? Kiss naps. You and me just want to be taller and thinner. Exactly. Is bigger boobs on there? I like this one. Number nine. Uh, The ability to learn a new language in seconds. Sort of like the Matrix, right? You upgrade. I need to learn how to fly a helicopter. Boom. You got it. I'm going to Paris. I want to speak their language. French. And I want to speak it fluently. You all right over there? Like, I want to speak it now. I don't want to learn it. I just want to be able Uh, to do it. Here you go. Here you go. This one's for you, too. You vain people who care only about your looks. Improved attractiveness, number okay. eight. There you go. Yeah. I want to be thinner. I want bigger boobs. I want to be taller. Man, you guys don't <laughs> even. You're missing out, man. Gray There's hair, all, Shaw. He just, just, you guys, okay. all you care about is Internal what you're Internal battery. Like. What the hell? I don't want a battery. I want to oh, get some superpowers. I want some damn superpowers. We're getting to those, by the is way. Is that on the list? We're getting there, yeah. All we're right. getting to some superpowers. You got my attention. Dude, you're getting cyborg stuff, man. You're getting machines mixed with human. Can I melt? You Am can I do all, Look, these are. I can transform we're my shape. We're talking sci-fi okay. fantasy here. You right. can do all anything. Right. You want. Right. Sh- you can do I'm anything. Sh- all right. Shifter. Make your knees better so you can jump higher, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Jimmy shape jumped. Shifter. Jimmy jumped high. Jimmy played a good game. Jimmy won. All right. Oh. Number seven on the list. Well, this would be good for me. Perfect hearing. Actually, what? I don't want perfect hearing. What? I like being half deaf. <laughs> it gives what? me an excuse when I don't remember people's names. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. What was your name? What? Perfect hearing. Number seven on the list of uh, improvements perfect people would make. Perfect hearing. Cyber, cyborg themselves. I would rather not wear glasses than have perfect hearing, Shaw. That's, uh, that's on the list as well. Uh, improved agility, Shaw. This one. Climbing wall, parkour. Agility. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Parkour would be awesome. Spider-Man stuff. Kind of, yeah. Similar, I guess. You know, just improved, though. Not like superpowers. Not like climbing up a wall without any help, but 
Agility, you know, be able to. Shaw, if I could go up that flight of stairs carrying a laundry basket like right. that, in two steps, be, boom, boom, get in and out of bed without hurting myself. <laughs> Improved agility, Shaw. Uh, this one I would definitely take. What's this? Uh, this is a list of uh, things people want if they uh, are going to get some cyborg improvements. Super strength. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Look what it did for Superman, huh? Well, just, you know, look, the hot tub needs to move over two inches and it's full of water. And right now I can't move it. But maybe when it's empty, I could. But I don't plan on emptying it for a while. So, so if I w- enter superpowers. Super I'm trying to figure out how that helps me on a day to day. But well, maybe you lo- maybe something rolled underneath the vehicle and you don't want to get down on your hands and knees and, and try to shimmy under there. Just lift up the truck. Um, grab what's I'm, under I'm, there. It's not on a day to day, though. I mean, it's it, I get where it comes in in a pinch, but it's not a day to day thing. I, I, I could deal without the super strength. What else is on there? You just want to be thinner and have bigger boobs. <laughs> Well, I hair. like the yeah. I like the agility thing. That uh, makes more sense. Number four, no big surprise here. Super intelligence. Actually, okay. that is a big surprise in this day and age, Chuck, because people seem to be proud of their stupidity. <laughs> they seem to just relish in it, man. Mm. You see it online all the time. People are just happy to be dumb. That's cool. Super intelligence, Shaw. Super intelligent, and I can speak any language. I don't know if you can get all ten. You get one. Oh, you only get one choice. I don't know if you Crap. get one, but uh, these are the top ten, by the way. So uh, at number four was super intelligence. Number three, oh. yeah. Flawless memory and recall. About that. <laughs> My brain's crowded enough. Number two is one that I would definitely want. This one seems That's, like a. This one is right up my alley. If you're going to go Cyborg Shaw, these are improvements you can get. Yeah. You can go to Vegas with that, though. The that's memory true. thing, and you can oh, win yeah. big Count time. the cards, like yep. the guy that yep. stole all the yep. debit yep. card info yesterday. Uh, the power to heal quickly, like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one would be right in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Oh, I fell down and broke my ankle. Yeah, this right. morning uh, when I stubbed my toe in the bathroom and was <laughs> cursing, that wouldn't have happened. Or it would have happened, but I wouldn't have cared. Over it in a second, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, number one on the list of uh, ways we would improve ourselves, Shaw, if we could uh, do so through cyborg updates and upgrades and whatnot. Perfect eyesight, number one. Yeah, I'd go with that. I mean, now it's possible with LASIK and so forth. Yeah, I mean, you two nerds wear glasses. I'm really scared of that, though. I I figure I've gone this long wearing glasses. I'm just used to it now. You're scared of LASIK? Terrified. Is there uh, case studies where it's gone bad? Yes. Sure. And that's, what happens? Uh, then that's it? You're yeah, done? then you can't see. So oh. that's oh. like that's like not a thing for me. Like <laughs> I I, that, that, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I know for most of it, Shaw, it's awesome, and then you don't have to wear glasses, and I love that thought, but the thought that it could go wrong yes. is enough for me. There's a laser cutting like, your okay, eye. Never mind. I'll yeah. just wear glasses. Um, a few of the uh, cyborg improvements that people would want, according to this survey, that missed the top ten narrowly, Shaw. Okay. Uh, super reflexes, which sounds like agility to me. I'm shocked that this one didn't make the list. The ability to fly. Oh, man. That'd be cool. Ooh, that's on there? Or not on there, but it, it should be. It's just outside. I, dude, I'd love that. Man, go places and get there without paying for it. I'd put that up over total oh, I'd put that number one. Flight? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more driving. Can you imagine that? But how fast can I fly? Do I think that's the problem? Like, do you have how to slap long your do arms? Do it right. Like, <laughs> I don't care if I look stupid while I'm flying. Like, you know, like, but like if you leave your house, how long does it take you to right. get to work? If because you know, like uh, at three in the morning, uh, I'm doing like forty, you know, by Gunderson, and I get here rather quickly, Shaw. But if I can only fly like two miles an hour, yeah, then man, it ain't worth it. it. You're right. I mean, if I, then I'm just floating. I'm floating around. So that's not really yeah, flying. But it's still I want flight, really flight. Cool. You're talking like, teleportation there. I don't even need teleport. I'm just fast. quick. I want quickness. Even if you give me twenty miles an hour, okay, I can see that. I can get but somewhere. And, imagine the view. You can get above the rain. 
I mean, that's what I'm saying. What else mm-hmm. is on there? Uh, and then this one is kind of interesting, Sean. I see this happening it in didn't the future. Make the list. Uh, that did just outside the top ten in terms of cyborg improvements we would make. The ability to share memories. So, like, you have a memory in your brain, you're describing it to someone, but you can then share it with them somehow telekinetically uh, so they can see. It's a lot easier for people to understand one another. Right. So you're trying to set the scene with all this stuff. Yeah. And you can just say, look, this is what happened. And boom, they get the memory. I get it now. Okay. Flight, though, didn't make the top ten. Come on. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. We were just talking about this yesterday. How safe is our city, Shaw? Mm Mm-hmm. Gene seems to think think it's safe. I know it is. I would say it is, but in comparison to what? Well, we saw a list recently of the safest cities in Wisconsin, and La Crosse was near the bottom. Right. (laughs) Obviously, in comparison to Chicago, or maybe Detroit or Baltimore, you know, probably a lot safer than there. But those are major metropolitan areas, Shaw. But if we're at the bottom of the list in regards to that list, got problems, obviously. We're safer than Milwaukee. Or Appleton. Again, you're comp- <laughs> apples and oranges, though. I mean, Milwaukee's a much bigger city. Top so signs, what? you don't live in a safe city, Shaw. Okay. A list of the uh, safest U.S. cities Hopefully is these out. don't sound familiar. Uh, here are some signs that you don't live in a safe city. The murder mystery dinner theater had to close because everyone was too scared to snitch. <laughs> it it's was, just a story. It was Mr. Story. Plum in story. the reading room with the candelabra. Didn't they get a new room? A couple new I rooms? Think they're, yeah, they're just changing like a hallways. Davenport? They're changing hallways, right? Isn't that the deal? Yep. <laughs> in the breezeway. Uh, top signs you don't live in a safe city here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It also has the motto, the city that never sleeps, but that's due to all the home invasions. Oh. Yeah. Stay awake all night, Sean. Make sure people don't break in your house. The only buttons you need on your phone are the nine and the one. They don't even give you the rest of the numbers. Right. You don't need them. No. What are you going to call? Who are you going to call? That. Ghostbusters. That's it. Uh, most of the trips by Uber drivers are to banks to pick up the robbers. <laughs> We've heard some of those stories. Right. <laughs> Unique getaway methods. Not not the smartest thing to do. Top signs, you don't live in a safe city. Your windows have bars. Mm-hmm. Your bars have razor wire. Ooh. Your razor wire has an electric fence. Shit. And your electric fence has one of those ring doorbells. Oh, man. <laughs> you got all levels. Dude, I, we took the kids back to Rockford a couple of years ago, and we went to the apartment that we used to live in, and all of the windows were, like, boarded up and the stuff. And, the, and they were like, you lived here? And we're like, yeah, it wasn't as scary right. when we lived. I mean, it was sketchy, but it Things wasn't change. quite that scary. Top signs, you don't live in a safe city, Shaw. Residents of your city vacation in Baltimore. <laughs> they think that's a safe place to go, huh? Come see beautiful Baltimore. <laughs> The city employs more coroners than police officers. Top signs you don't live in a safe city. The town logo is a pepper spray (laughs) keychain. That's good. (laughs) People always ask, is this where they filmed Mad Max? (laughs) (laughs) Who runs Barter Town? I sort of recognize some of this. Is this The newspaper has just one section, Shaw. Just one? Obituaries. Top signs you don't live in a safe city here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Last one, Shaw. Uh, it's never featured on HGTV, but always featured on Cops. <laughs> Cops is filmed on location right. with the men and women of law enforcement. All subjects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Sort of. Except they're on television. So. And now they're on Facebook, so they're totally guilty. <laughs> Everybody's guilty. You're guilty. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness. More, more, more. A homeless man in Florida went on a car vandalism spree the other day, smashing at least 20 vehicles, 
before apparently getting tired and falling asleep on a nearby bench. When questioned by police, he said it happened because President Donald Trump, quote, owes me $1 trillion. The sheriff's office identified the man as Justin James Wilson. He damaged at least 20 cars that were parked in a Holiday Inn. When deputies talked to him, he confessed and said, take me to jail. I did it because Donald Trump owes me $1 trillion and these vehicles belong to the mafia. Okay. A lot going on there, Shaw. Yeah. And here's one of these pieces of advice we shouldn't have to tell you, but we will. Don't rub toothpaste on your junk. Why? In hopes of lasting longer in bed. Apparently, there are videos promoting the idea of doing that on YouTube and Reddit. Uh, they're claiming that putting toothpaste it's minty fresh. on your manhood will add 30 fresh. minutes to your stamina. If it's 30 minutes? Yes. Wow. I don't have that much time. With but the there's no proof soda, it's true. It can whiten it, too. You're actually more likely to wind up causing irritation and burning yeah, you don't for both you and your partner. Yeah, One pharmacist partner. says the peppermint oils and other chemicals in toothpaste, including bleaching agents, can be extremely irritating to sensitive so, Can't skin. you just use peppermint oil, then, if that's going to work? The magic? Is it the actual toothpaste or is it the peppermint oil? No, it's the oil is part of the problem, which causes, which causes the burning. What helps? What for does it actually work? I don't know. Probably I, not. Hey, Shaw. Yeah. How do you make a? a oh man, <laughs> I, I'm leaving. I don't. You know what? Don't even answer you your own a, stupid question. I got question. a very serious scientific who can, question. Who right. So I got a. Yeah. We got to get down to the science of this thing. <laughs> I think she's heard this one before. Shaw, let me ask you a question. Does this include? I want to know if this is included in the article about the toothpaste, Shaw. Shaw, is this yes. uh, very scientific here? Mm-hmm. How, in fact, do you make a woman have an orgasm faster? Gee, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Oh my God. You just love that one, don't you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite all-time jokes. It's so funny because it's so true. Oh my God. Look, man. Don't listen to the show and then go put toothpaste Bernie on Bernie Mac said it okay? best. Three minutes. That's a heavyweight match. That's one, <laughs> one round in a heavyweight fight. That's what you got. Three minutes. That's a, a, all I need show with a locked door. Three, Three minutes. minutes. And uh, she said... No, not no, no container. That was terrible. (laughs) She should in there with that guy and his. She should. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Friday the Thirteenth, Shaw. Yep, it's here. There are some fun facts about Friday the Thirteenth. What do you know about Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, well, it's not much. I How guess. many times is it's? I mean, it doesn't it's happen. Random, it happens at least once a year. Once a year. At least once a year. Sometimes more uh, than once, but uh, at least once a year, Shaw, we get a Friday the Thirteenth. So here are some other interesting facts about Friday the Thirteenth. It's more closely associated with hockey masks than actual hockey. <laughs> it's true. Just remember that in the first one, it was his mother, and in the second one, he wore a brown like nap, uh, like a potato sack over his face or something. Then he finally got the mask and. Part three, FYI. Uh, top uh, fun facts about Friday the 13th. It's a day when Kevin Hart avoids walking underneath a black cat. <laughs> He's kind of short. It's a little joke. Yeah, I get it. Right, Shaw? It you is. know all the little jokes. I do. According to Scott Bayo's agent, it's not the only day of the year that's unlucky. <laughs> fun facts about Friday the 13th. Today is the most feared day of the year, Shaw. Is it? Yep. It's a close uh, second to pregnancy test day, though. <laughs> very close. It can be very frightening. Yeah. 
Uh, no actual data that it's more unlucky than any other day, but uh-huh. it's on the internet, so I'm just going to stay home tonight. Well, and a full moon. Yeah, and a full moon. So not good, Shaw. You got double whammies. Don't be freaked out by that. No whammies. No whammies. Yeah, you got uh, full moon tonight, and it's Friday the 13th, Shaw. Here are some fun facts about Friday the 13th, in case you were uh, looking for some stuff to share with your coworkers. Alfred Hitchcock was born on the 13th. Oh, really? It's like if Snoop Dogg were born on 420. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say he wasn't, huh? That pairing is perfect. Maybe. Probably not the best day for alligator wrestling. Mm, it's Stay out of that. never a good day for that. Unlucky dog. day. Alligator wrestling, Sean. Mm-hmm. Not a good day for it. Fun facts about Friday the 13th here on The Morning Sickness. If you have a bad day on Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. you'll have a bunch of sequel days that are even worse. That's right. <laughs> right Part Sean? two. Part 17. Wait you go to When space. you go to space. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Uh, it's a good idea to stay away from black cats and all cats because cats are terrible. And no. I can attest to that. I have a cat, and it was a really bad decision. Oh, does it like its new toy, though? I don't. Yeah, it's uh, it does. But I, the problem is, is that I don't want it to rip the feathers out of the stupid thing. So then I have to replace the feathers. Right. Anyways, I digress. Fun facts about Friday the 13th, Shaw, here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Avoid an elevator today, Shaw. Yeah, well, elevator? always. Especially if you're Jay-Z. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get get your ass down. Uh, if you break a mirror today, don't panic. It only uh-huh. means you're going to die. That's, ooh, panic then. I would Fun panic. facts about Friday the 13th here on The Morning Sickness. By the way, it's a micro moon tonight, Shaw. It is. Okay. Which means that it's the farthest point from Earth. So it's going to appear dimmer than usual. Okay, so still no, full moon, but full moon, but yeah. away. Some interesting things about tonight's full moon, Shaw. It's a harvest moon. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Full moon closest in date to the fall equinox. Uh, is usually referred to mm-hmm. as the Harvest Moon since this year's Equinox falls on September 23rd. Tonight's full moon gets the, the title. Okay. It's uh, also, as Gene mentioned, Micro Moon. Yep. It coincides with the point in the moon's orbit when it's the farthest away from Earth. So even mm-hmm. though it's a full moon, it'll appear slightly smaller, smaller and less bright. Smaller and dimmer. It was pretty uh, big and bright this morning. Uh, I don't know how big Uranus is going to look from here to the, you know. Could be far away. It could be a, a lot bigger. Uranus could look a lot Objects bigger. Objects and mirror closer than they appear. Uh, also, it's the uh, full for an instant, by the way. The moon will appear full most of the night, but it'll only officially be full mm. when it's exactly 180 degrees opposite the sun in something called the uh, elliptic longitude. Sure, why not? There uh, we go. Uh-huh. And uh, for tonight's, tonight's harvest moon, that'll be at about 1233 a.m. Eastern, so 1133 our time. Uh, and a full moon on Friday the 13th is pretty rare, by the way. Haven't had a nationwide really? full moon on Friday the 13th since October 13th of 2000. Wow. Uh, next one won't be until 2049. Wow. wow. It is rare. Yeah. And we should have uh, the ability to see it, Shaw. It's supposed to clear up clear tonight. Clear out tonight, yeah. Clouds during the day, but some clearing tonight. Not sure what time you'll be able to see Uranus, but, uh, you know, just I'd keep s- your eyes on the sky. I'd go out at midnight, Shaw. Sounds like a safe time. Uh-huh. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. <laughs> you can walk beneath ladders all year long, but let's face it, today is different. Just like me, you have triskaidekaphobia, a fear of Friday the 13th. Fortunately, there's a pill that can help. <sighs> Available in hospitals, the average housewife's purse, and every celebrity's medicine cabinet, this pill relieves your anxiety over common superstitions that turn Friday the 13th into a nightmare. Talk to your doctor about trucks and ducks of phobia. Look, nobody, nobody knows how to say it. 
Not even Harry Potter. Okay, maybe Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. <sighs> What's in this stuff anyway? Ooh, volume. Side effects include drowsiness, weightlessness, sexual promiscuity, clairvoyance, looking into unsolved murders, cult worship, making breakfast for dinner, and making an ass of yourself in a prescription drug commercial. Oh, man. <laughs> Shall we? Awesome. We played that earlier, and I'm like, you have to do it again, because I can't. That's What's funny. in this? Risky, risky. That's funny. Triscodecophobia, Shaw, is a extreme superstition in regards to the number 13. Not necessarily Friday the 13th, but the number 13. And then you combine that with a full moon, which only happens every, like, 50 years. It's yeah, a the big micro deal. moon, Shaw. Uh, are you superstitious, Shaw? At all? I am not. No. Not about anything? No. Ladders? No. Mirrors? No. Black cats? No. Step on a crack, break your mother's back? None of that. Anything else that I'm forgetting here? Mm-mm. The big, Those are the big ones. Salt? Do you toss salt over your shoulder? I do not. What about a cold, uh, like a spot in a room? Cold spot in a room? Any of that? I haven't heard that one. What about no. orbs? You see orbs when you're videotaping and you think they're ghosts? It's like, no, rise. dude, I got a dusty house, you dummy. A lot of high rises. Skip. The 13th the floor. floor. Yeah, we yeah. were in a hotel in Russia, and uh, there was no 13 on the uh, elevator. There was 12 and 14. And I said, well, doesn't that just make 14, 13? Right. But they basically have a 13th floor, but they don't stop Call there. It they that. skip it. Yeah. No, they like legitimately have it, but they just don't. You, you there's just nothing on it. You just go past it. Go past go. Don't collect. A lot of people uh, avoid things like travel on mm-hmm. Friday the mm-hmm. 13th, getting married, buying a house, making any kind of big. Oh, I think Decker signs on his house today. No, it's next week. Oh, is it? Yeah, I remember because oh, I got his man. freezer at my house. All right. Uh, so Friday the 13th, shaw full moon. So superstitious. Yeah, you'll survive it. Don't worry. Uh, almost a third of Americans in a new survey admit that they are superstitious, including nine percent of people who said they're very superstitious. Okay. Those are, the, those are the people that don't go out today. They don't even leave. They don't they're turn very, the TV on. They don't very, do nothing. Very, they just hunker down. They're in the basement, in the hung, in the bunker. They're uh, about 1 in 11 people, Shaw. 66% claim they're, quote, not very superstitious or not superstitious at all. Men are much more likely to say they're superstitious than women. Really? 16% compared to just 2% of women. Huh. Young people are more superstitious than older people, which is kind of surprising. You'd think that older people who've been around, seen some things, might be a little more superstitious. That's why they're not afraid. Twenty. I don't know if they're afraid, but they might just be more inclined to believe that, that there's, there's stuff a... out there that you're not aware of, you know? Uh, 23% of people between the ages of 25 and 34 said they're very superstitious versus 1% of people over 55. Well, One. the tradition of being something weird Friday the 13th is hundreds of years old. Sure, I mean, that's been forever and ever and ever. I don't know if I'm superstitious about anything in regards to walking under a ladder or breaking a mirror or any of that stuff. By the way, hospital admissions are up. up. Full moon, yeah, big time. The full mm. moon does it. People Traffic accidents. Uh, police calls tend to go up on full calls. moons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Superstitious, Sean. So it could Gene? be a wild one if you're out tonight. You? Not really. I mean, I'm afraid of things, but those are like <laughs> heights and small space. I mean, it's not superstitious, though. Yeah. It's just, Caves. what's in this value? <laughs> <laughs> We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.